Welcome to Economically Speaking, the information podcast designed to bring you the latest economic development news in the town and the surrounding area, hosted by Babylon IDA CEO Tom Dolan. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Economically Speaking. I am your host, Tom Dolan, and uh, we are excited uh, to have with us today the president of Suffolk County Community College, Dr. Ed Bonayou. Welcome, Ed. Thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Great. So you were an original Long Islander. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My parents were educators uh, here in Long Island. They were both, they met as, uh, they met as guidance counselors at the old Sachem North High School in Lake okay. Ronkonkoma. Yeah. And um, uh, my dad ended his career as an administrator. My mother was a middle school science teacher. My sister just retired as a, as an, a Long Island educator. Okay. And so uh, education is in the family blood. And uh, it's been great to come back to Suffolk County. Oh, that's great. And why don't you just share maybe a little bit about your past and how how this came to be, right? Because this was only last year. That's right? right. You bet. I am a born and bred Long Islander and a native son of Suffolk County. Did all my schooling here. Uh, my career took me um, ultimately to Florida, and I spent about 25 years in the Florida Community College system. Wow. And uh, again, at a very strong community college with strong uh, university transfer programs. So when I became aware that Suffolk had uh, an opportunity, and uh, again, Suffolk is another high-performing community college with a lot of strong ties within the SUNY system, a strong workforce development mission, mm. I just had to throw my hat in the ring. And it's, it's, as I said, it's been great to be back. Awesome. Well, welcome back, and uh, we're real excited that you're back here in uh, Suffolk County, that's for sure. So let's, let's kind of get into this a little bit. So as a community college, Suffolk has a specific role to play in workforce development. Uh, can you tell me what that means in terms of the overall programs that the college has? Sure. Um, so, you know, as a community college, first of all, Tom, I want to emphasize it's college, right? It's not, uh, it's not a continuation of high school. It's college. Yeah. Uh, chemistry and calculus and accounting uh, are no easier because you take them at a community college than than anywhere else. Calculus and calculus is what it is, right? And so we're, we're proud that you know we offer a traditional collegiate experience. Mm. Now, as a community college, it means that we also have uh, strong connections to economic development and to workforce development, and that we have a lot of things that we do well. Obviously, as a college, we provide the first two years of university education, and we have thousands of students that transfer uh, throughout the SUNY system to our great partner universities here on Long Island, Stony Brook and St. Joe's and uh, Farmingdale and, and Old Westbury and so forth. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then in addition, we have career-facing degrees, right? So this could be a two-year degree that's not intended for transfer, but you could go to college for two years or less and come out with a great foundation for a career, hmm. whether that's in uh, nursing or, or, or an IT area like cybersecurity or a, a, a trade like construction management or air conditioning. Um, these are all you know, career-facing degree programs, and they really set you up on a pathway to the middle class. So, um, you know, as, as a community college, that's what we mean by a comprehensive community college. Um, we're involved with um, meeting students where they are, 
putting them on a pathway to educational or economic opportunity and hopefully contributing to the overall community development and economic development of Suffolk County. That's, that's so important, absolutely. Um, you know, you mentioned a couple of things. One of them is cybersecurity, and I think uh, we've, we've had a couple of things in the <laughs> news right. that would uh, tell you that's an important thing. All right. But um, also healthcare uh, is a major area of economic activity. What is, what is the college doing in that arena? Right. So, uh, uh, you know, we have a flagship nursing program where we are uh, admitting about it's about 125, between 125 and 150 students a year into the RN program. Wow. We also have a, a PN, a practical nursing program, uh, that is a little bit shorter and that admits a, a fewer students. Um, but then we have a variety of allied health programs that also offer uh, entry into a healthcare career. Uh, and these would be anything from like uh, um, occupational therapist assisting, physical therapist assisting. Um, you could start out as an emergency medical technician, become a paramedic and, and do a degree program that way. Uh, we have some uh, more specialized programs like addiction counseling, which mm. is which has been uh, very much needed in our country, sure. uh, as well as something like veterinary technology, uh, being a registered dietitian, so really, it's a full range of, of degree programs in the healthcare sector. Right. Um, such a huge, huge, and again, coming out of COVID and, and what we had seen, how important this is and how much you, you really do, we do need to kind of promote that because, you know, I think I was reading something the other day where people were getting upset at the, at the hospital or, or the, the nursing home that people right. were in, but it's like... We need people to do it. If you don't want it, everybody wants somebody else to do it. Right, right. right. We so, need to we need to expand the capacity in the system. Absolutely. Now, just just if I could just kind of dig into that a little bit, as far as what kind of things would somebody expect if they get into the healthcare program? Do they get like a real hands-on type of? Uh, oh yeah, exactly. So you know, as a community college um, with career-facing programs. Uh, Part of what we know that we need to do is partner with employers on the skills and knowledge and abilities that our graduates are going to need when they get out. Because unlike, a, say, a liberal arts degree, which is really foundational for a lifetime of learning, um, you know, a, a, a professional program, say in healthcare, it's got to emphasize your lab skills, your clinical skills. Um, you know, Tom, um, uh, if I'm going to have an IV inserted or a blood draw, uh, I want to have it done by somebody who's practiced in the lab and then had a clinical uh, internship, sure. uh, rather not just somebody who read about it in a book, right? right. right? And so all of these programs have uh, clinical, practical, hands-on experiences as part of their education. That's awesome. Uh, so important. It really is. Um, we see a resurgence right now, and I know you and I had had a conversation maybe six months ago also where we were talking about different things, and mm -hmm. we do see a resurgence in the manufacturing sector. Right. And how, you know, what is the college doing and, you know, with the companies involved in that area? Yeah, it's been terrific. Um, there's really been, uh, as you said, uh, I like your word, a resurgence in manufacturing. And unfortunately, you know, it's funny because... Traditionally, manufacturing had this uh, unfortunate and unfair reputation as being kind of dangerous and dark and dirty, yeah. the three Ds. Um, but you know what? Uh, advanced manufacturing, the way it's carried out today on Long Island, uh, 
is um, it's precision, um, it's computerized, it's digitized. Um, the companies in, uh, in Suffolk County and, and throughout Long Island that are doing advanced manufacturing, they're really, uh, they're involved with um, aviation, with medical devices, mm, sure. with uh, the defense industry, um, with really specialized, um, specialized parts. Um, and uh, we're pleased that we can offer uh, the CNC machining curriculum. Uh, all of our students come away with an industry-recognized certification. And, and again, you know, it used to be the, a machinist was somebody who learned to use a drill press or a lathe or, you know, a grinder or whatever. Right, right. You know, right now in manufacturing, all of these processes are encapsulated in very complex machines. They're numerically controlled. Uh, they use visual scanning for quality assurance. Um, and we really train our students on that entire curriculum. Oh, that's awesome. And, and I could say from, again, as the uh, industrial development agency here, we, we talk to a lot of the businesses here in the town, and there is such a need for this. And, you know, again, going back, and you know, we talk about how much we talk about COVID, but they really went through a lot in that a lot of the people, like you were saying, manufacturing, it was a lot of elder <laughs> <laughs> type workers yeah. and so a lot of them left the workforce yes and, and the need right now and, and they're calling you know for this type of uh, work that you are providing right now yeah there is some there's definitely some generational change some some change in expectations um, you know it's interesting because the the manufacturing program for us Tom is one of our shorter term certificates hmm. it doesn't even require a two-year degree gotcha. so if, if you want to go into that program um, you can do it. We have a daytime cohort. We have an evening cohort. If you're already on the job but you're trying to upskill, you can do it in the evening. Um, we also partner with the uh, Suffolk County Department of Labor, which provides vouchers for anybody who might be unemployed to get some of the certification. That's great. And again, we've had wonderful support. There's a, a manufacturing group out of the HIA Long Island that has been a terrific um, it's been a terrific uh, network mm -hmm. of, of uh, manufacturers, uh, and, and again, they've all been pulling together. They've really supported the college. They've even helped us acquire new equipment and upgrade our training standards. So um, that's really been a terrific area for us. That's awesome. And I, again, I think this is something we we and we again we talked about this prior to, is you know we got to get up on that mountain and yell this because this is a big thing. And you know you you just touched on something again, and I don't mean to. Uh, go back but there was this this thought you know and we're all guilty of it again I have two boys and and it's like no you're going to college and you're gonna but there are other careers out there and careers that can provide you with owning a home and being able to afford to stay here and work here and manufacturing is definitely one of those it is absolutely um, we have um, and I, I hope we'll, we'll have time to touch on this. I'm, uh, we have a variety of short-term certificates right. that are every bit a pathway to the middle class that um, a bachelor's degree might be, sure. right? And so whether it's becoming a welder, uh, whether it's being involved with being, becoming, uh, as we said, a, a machinist, uh, whether it's a medical coder biller, um, we just have a full range of... Um, shorter term certificates you could do some of these certificates in six months or less and 
and you know some of them are are it, it becomes a middle class living right now yeah uh, but yeah. as soon as you finish for others it at least gives you your first foot on the path to the middle class and and one of the things that we try to emphasize in the college is the idea of stackable credentials right so you might start out um, with uh, say a credential in electronic assembly um, but if you then add add something else to that, like uh, quality assurance or uh, CNC machining, now you've got multiple certifications sure. that really put you on a strong path to a career. That's awesome. And again, not, to, but I've heard of a lot of companies too paying as somebody gets in. Now you're in the industry, and now all of a sudden the company is going to pay for that training and that continuing education. You know. You know, we see that on several fronts. We've got some of our manufacturing companies have stepped up and are providing a um, like a fellowship that's helping train students on the machining equipment. We also have um, uh, we right now we uh, in the past semester we started a certified medical assistant program hmm. in cooperation with Catholic Health. Um, Catholic Health is obviously it's been a rapidly expanding company. They came to us and said, you know. We have a lot of new development, a lot of ambulatory care. We really need some medical assistance to be on the front lines in terms of greeting patients, um, helping our professional staff. Um, we, um, we partnered with Catholic Health, and again, they're providing a lot of resources that's making that program a success. That's awesome. That's, that's what it's about, right? Um, now, I understand also that you have a new solar training program. Obviously, I think uh, we've been getting our energy from below the ground, and we're starting to think <laughs> right. about things that we can do above the ground. Right. Uh, so, you know, this is a great example of the way that when the college is involved with economic development, when the college is working kind of hand-in-glove with local companies, a community college needs to be agile enough to respond to these workforce needs as they come up. So uh, we heard from some companies involved with solar installation that they really needed some, uh, they, they needed some, it's a hybrid area, right? It's not right. roofing, right. it's not electrician, it's not plumbing, but it might have pieces of all of that if it's solar hot water, if it's uh, uh, photovoltaic. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, right. And so uh, we were able to work with some of our local solar installation companies to be sure that we could um, uh, kind of have an interdisciplinary curriculum that they helped us create. We, we created a program that was really, uh, it was only six weeks in duration, right? It had an introduction to the, the technology, an introduction to the installation, an introduction to uh, OSHA safety, right? And so uh, some of these, People who took this program were already on the job somewhere, right. but it gave them new skills that they could bring to their employer. Right. Uh, a few people were unemployed, and they were immediately snapped up by the companies that were sponsoring us. Um, in one case, we also had a father and son combination go through this program. Uh, they were both looking for a way to upskill, and that's also a reminder that, you know, as a community college, of course, we have a lot of students who are between 18 and 23, say, but 
uh, part of our mission is also to be sure that the non-traditional student has plenty of opportunities. Right. And so we want to reach uh, our entire population for Suffolk County, be sure that we're uh, supporting the non-traditional learner as well as our traditional students. It's an ec excellent. And, and I think I just want to say it, and we'll, again, we'll give it, uh, you an opportunity at the end just to put the contact, but we will put in our show notes, uh, anyone listening that wants to reach out, uh, and get more information on this, please go to our show notes and we'll have all the contact information Absolutely. from the college. And, uh, Absolutely. We'll get to that again later, but I think it's important to, <laughs> to get that out there. Um, you know, we've also seen coming to Long Island, both in short term and long term, is a growing industry in the offshore wind uh, energy. Again, we're talking about above ground. Right? That's right. <laughs> Uh, so in offshore wind, the college is working in several fronts. Um, even as I was coming here uh, in uh, summer of 2021, the college was involved with uh, some of the new development coming onto Long Island from Orsted Eversource, uh, which had successfully won one of the first leases for offshore wind development. And so the college is partnering with the Building Trades Council and with the Federation of Labor awesome. to, to establish the National Offshore Wind Training Center. Uh, we're calling it NOWTEC, National nice. Offshore Wind Training Center. This is a, gonna be a, a, a nonprofit training center. It's gonna be located in Brentwood, uh, just down the street from the, the Michael J. Grant campus at Suffolk. And um, the primary purpose of this, of this uh, training center is to be sure that we have capacity for introducing offshore wind training programs, being sure that we can meet the needs of any, any folks who are displaced, uh, any, any folks who are displaced from, as you said, the below the ground um, right, right. Uh, energy workforce, um, and also to try to put more capacity into the pipeline. Um, the, the youth that are coming out of our high schools right now may not know about the careers involved with offshore wind, that there's going to be platform maintenance, that there's going to be, uh, there's going to continue to be power line transmission and, and um, needs for all kinds of workers in adjunct fields, uh, blade repair, turbine maintenance, wow. um, and the, the skills that are going to be involved are going to involve um, actually a lot of exciting stuff you you, you yeah. get on a boat you could go out to the <laughs> yeah, the yeah. turbine yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of opportunities there but we have to be able to make those opportunities visible um, to our youth right. and then if if to the extent that folks are maybe looking for work or if anyone is a displaced worker we want to be sure that we can re-educate folks so that they can get get involved with that industry at the same time, we're doing some outreach work, uh, again, to the high schools. Uh, the SUNY system is very involved with, um, uh, you know, sustainability and renewable energy. Right. And so we're also doing some outreach to local high schools to be sure that we have, you know, we can share information about this up-and-coming sector. Absolutely. I just came back uh, last week. I was up in Albany uh, for an economic development conference. And... Um, these two subjects are, you know, the solar and wind is, is such a major, major thing right now. So Absolutely. Do you, do you offer online type programs? Sure. You know, it's, it's interesting, right? Because a lot of the things that, that we're talking about here today, they're hands-on programs, right? Sure. Uh, because we want, you know, if you're in automotive, if you're in air conditioning, 
you, you got to have the skills to see how uh, things fit together and, and so forth. But increasingly, I mean, uh, all of the research into adult education, college education shows that the best way to go is to have resources available online, uh, to have kind of the academic content available online. Mm. Students can usually move through that as they need it on their own pace. Right. But then you have some activities that are the hands-on activities or, or the professional internship or clinical placement. Obviously, those are going to be hands-on, face-to-face, in the workplace. Right. And so we're really working toward a hybrid model. Um, within the arts and sciences unit, you know, we learned a lot from COVID. Uh, every academic institution in this country had to turn on a dime, had to figure out how to deliver uh, remote instruction, remote services. And, uh, you know, we have more students back on campus every semester. Uh, we have a full range of, of student services and student life activities. Sure. Um, uh, but, again, a non-traditional student Maybe they're at work during the day. Maybe they need uh, an evening class, an online class, a hybrid class. Right. So yeah, so we're going to continue to offer online education. We know that gives uh, the community a lot of flexibility, um, uh, but not, again, there's no sub, for some of these programs, there's no substitute for the hands-on experience. No, I, I think that makes sense. Right? right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this has been, this is really great. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? You know maybe your contact information how would somebody if they're sitting here or maybe a business that is listening and said hey i'd like to partner with suffolk community college on right. some of these things right absolutely well first like i probably can't say it enough the, the website is sunysuffolk.edu and from SUNY Suffolk EDU, you can explore quite a lot. You can explore admissions. You can explore um, uh, career-facing career programs. Right. A lot of the short-term certificates that we've mentioned here today, um, whether it's something like an emergency medical technician, which is just one semester, um, whether it's medical assistant, which is six months, or solar training, it's just six weeks. Wow. Um, we have a special section of our website called Fast Careers. Fast careers, and now if you just go to the SUNYSuffolk.edu, uh, just watch the photos that scroll through the homepage. You'll see the fast careers, and those are uh, great opportunities for the community. And I guess just a couple other things, Tom. You know, um, part of our mission at Suffolk, as I said, is to really meet the community, uh, meet folks where they are. Um, increasingly, as we work with our schools, uh, the nonprofits. We know that we have to be bilingual, mm -hmm. and we have, at this point, thousands of students involved with English language learning. Sure. And so, uh, for listeners who are thinking about, you know, how do, I, how do I get someone connected to their first job? Right. Um, again, the Fast Careers is available in English, the Fast Careers information is available in Spanish. Uh, we offer, again, non-credit non -credit opportunities for folks to improve their English language learning. And so a lot of it is in continuing education. It could be a real estate licensure. It could be a pharmacy technician. It could be an ophthalmic assistant who, who work with you know, optometrists and uh, preparing glasses and lenses and so forth. Um, so there's just so many things going on at Suffolk, and it's it's really been a pleasure to to talk about those items with you. Uh, again, the, the certificates, the degree programs, English language, 
Uh, it's, we know it all contributes to economic development and workforce Absolutely. development. And Absolutely. so thank you for the opportunity to talk about them. Oh, this is great. And, it, and the other thing I just want to add is, you know, you're talking about meeting the community where they are. You also have multiple locations. Right? Of course. Suffolk right. County. Yeah. Right. So uh, the historic home of the college is just off Nichols Road in Selden, just north of the expressway. Um, it still remains our, our largest campus, but uh, the Michael J. Grant campus in Brentwood is, uh, again, just, um, uh, just, just below the expressway. Mm -hmm. uh, very convenient for a lot of western Suffolk County. Sure is, and yeah. then in Riverhead uh, is our, uh, the eastern campus. And um, again, we have students coming in from the Forks, uh, from the Riverhead area, uh, to take advantage of the eastern campus. We don't offer every program on every campus, uh, but we certainly we can certainly provide information about every program at every campus. Sure, makes sense. But uh, Ed, thank you so much for being here today. And again, I uh, said it to you before we started today. We want to have you back again somewhere in the future. I'd love to you know stay connected and uh, continue to get this great information out. Uh, I think a lot of companies and a lot of people in our communities can definitely benefit from the services uh, that the college uh, has, has put together here. Absolutely. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for this opportunity. Uh, great. So you've been listening to Economically Speaking. My name is Tom Dolan. Have a great day, everyone. This episode of Economically Speaking podcast was brought to you by the Town of Babylon IDA. To find out more information about today's topic or to simply stay connected, please visit the show notes where you'll find all the relevant links.